0: You're listening to AM 1490, WWPR, Bradenton, Sarasota, Tampa Bay. And now it's time
1: for Fair rule. Shut up and sit down.
2: Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another edition of Paraprobe with Club Remix going on.
3: DJ Jesse over
2: here playing on the uh, board here.
3: Accidentally. (laughs) Accidentally?
1: Accidentally.
2: (laughs) Oh, shizzle. (laughs) So, anyways, so we got a really good show today. We got a couple of people going to be calling in here in the very near future. In the uh, first half hour, we'll be having Mr. Daniel B. Isk. I'm hoping I'm pronounced that correctly. I'm probably butchering it completely, but
3: it's probably like some fancy pronunciation, Iske or something. Probably, know. yeah. <laughs> but uh yeah. he
2: is the director and producer of the Dead Hour that's now on Tubi and other networks and uh it's gonna be on five thirteen, I believe, is the launch date. I'll reconfirm that here in a minute. But um Anyways, we have him in the first hour. He's the director and producer of the series. And then in the second part of the hour, we have Melissa Holder, who is like the, the quintessential host of the show, per se. She plays DJ Raven on the show. And she's... Um, so she'll be calling in in the second half hour of the show. Um, a couple of things I want to address and throw oh out there real quick. Real quick. Yes, real quick. Uh, first off. All right, so Miss Kim Rutherford is no longer with us with H&E and Paraprobe. She is moving on to other things. And so everybody is fully aware her and I and Jesse and all of us are still friends. There's nothing going on. She's moving on to do some other projects that she's been wanting to work on and everything, and we uh, completely back her on this. And a matter of fact, the event stuff that she's putting on, that she is setting up for the near future and for and for next year and all that we're going to be promoting all that stuff for her get um, it
1: girl
3: get yeah. it get it get it get it yeah. get it get
2: so it. please stop the paranormal <clears throat> drama crap that's going around if there, there's <laughs> nothing going on there's nothing happening you know yes there was a, a little bit of a the conversation that got misconstrued. We're
3: feisty. What can we say?
2: It's not that. It's we're family. We fight like yeah. family. But things got cleared up like the, within a couple of days in a phone call, like within 10 yeah. minutes. So, yeah. So, stop the crap. Everything's fine. She's family, And if dude. you don't believe me, you can just ask Kim herself. She'll tell you. Yeah. All right. She's so, family. Yes. So Get Miss, off my family. Yeah. So, Miss Kim, <laughs> we're rooting for you and uh, hoping for the best. And definitely looking forward to the stuff she's working on, man. Can't wait to throw that out there for her.
3: I tell you what. Kim's got the attitude, go big or go home. So, watch out Yes. Watch out.
2: Exactly. And then, uh, so anyways, so enough of that. All right. My second big news I need to put out there is go check out our show. <laughs> go find us on, you know, you can find Paraprobe on everything on iHeartRadio, Pandora, Spotify. I, you know, everything. We're, we're on everything. You can find us. You know, um, oh, dude, do you see this? After two years, guess who got spotted in public? Waldo? jack nicholson
3: oh snap
2: dude has been like you know like a wall for like two years man and they and some people snapped a picture of him dude i picture him like literally there was probably nothing absolutely going on he's probably just been partying on a bender for like two years because he's jack nicholson and then finally he was like you know everybody's been wanting to see me around so here it is go ahead and take your pictures and he stepped out on the patio And that's picture they have of him. He's on a patio swinging the doors open. There he
3: is. (laughs) He's probably got like an underground tunnel leading out to like a shack in the woods or something. (laughs) Here's Johnny.
2: (laughs) You know, I've been listening to these Paraprobe guys for the last two years. And all I can say is I don't know what HD is, but apparently they've got 80 of them. So... (laughs) Yeah, Mr. John Nicholson. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyways, make sure you go back, listen to all of our past shows and past interviews we've had. and we got a lot more coming up. Uh, we are going to have Mr. John Zaffis coming on the show.
3: No way. Yeah,
2: yeah. Uh, yes, I need to talk to him to solidify the date, but he's definitely coming on to to solidify the date. Oh, my
3: gosh. He loves us. He really loves us.
2: He has no clue who we are. He's just <laughs> doing us a favor, just coming on the show. <laughs>
3: yes.
2: He's like, I guess I'll go talk to these guys. Yeah, so. He'll be here.
3: Yeah, he needs to kill some time. Whatever. Yeah. He's got nothing better to
2: do right now. <laughs> He's just been, you know, just writing books and stuff, you know, <laughs> not being busy. Ah. You know. uh, um, and then of course we have, Yeah, you know, we are still going to be doing some like, you know, events and stuff, you know, um, we want to put out there about the Bigfoot conference. Make sure you guys go. It's going to be coming up next weekend, you know, Saturday, April 22nd. Um, it's going to be at Ocala. And the great, the great little, I can't say little town because Ocala's really growing, man. It's really getting big. Yeah. It used to be a little town, but, uh, in the great town of Ocala over here in Florida, we have the, uh, the, the World Equestrian Center. That's where they're hold they're holding the great Florida Bigfoot Conference, the third annual. They're going to have a lot of different guests going on. Our buddy RPG is going to be emceeing the event. <laughs> it's going to be a lot of fun.
3: Going to MC with an RPG.
2: That's right, MC with an RPG. <laughs> <laughs> Show's over. <laughs> so make sure you guys uh, get your tickets and attend. Uh, you can go to Bigfoot FL, as in um, filet mignon Lima. So there you go. Make sure they understood. I said F. Bigfoot F. L like Florida, FL. If you can't figure that part out, then I got none for you. You've been huffing way too much, too many paint uh, cans and stuff, man. What? I don't know. I'm tongue tied today. I have had one of those days where I woke up early this morning. I had literally been going nonstop all day, like getting stuff done. then I finally had a time to try to get everything done in one shot. And Just then a it was very
3: busy, man. Aren't you?
2: Yeah, actually, You're I so work. Busy. Yeah, I work all the time, you know, and. Like, when I was on my way here, I was riding my motorcycle, you know, and decided to ride my bike instead of bringing my Jeep. And that's, you know, coming from Plant City to here, that's like a good, like, you know, hour drive. And made it in 45. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we'll leave it at that. Uh, <laughs> no
3: laws were broken in the making of the show. Yes, because that's called felony. <laughs> no, it's not. Oh, no way. What? Uh, um, windy, Ice, Girl and Trunk.
2: <laughs> Girl drunk. Hey. what are you doing you're looking through like all the people that's yeah, on yeah so of car? course ah, okay. always
3: got to do your research man do your homework bro
2: i, I just watched all the here you know that's the one thing i want to do i'm going to give a show another shout out to october coast pr firm they're the ones who like give us a lot of these bookings and you know send these people for us to talk to and just want to say a big shout out and thank you to them it's awesome that they send them our way for us to talk to um <laughs> the, the funny thing is is that I don't know if anybody at at October Coast has ever listened to our show. I'm probably sure – I'm sure probably Clint Morris has, but everybody else are probably like, well, if Clint's sending this person, then I'll send this one. So Do it. Yeah, do it.
3: Anyways, I was not prepared for the content of this show. Like, the dead hour, okay, yeah, maybe a little horror or whatever, you know. And I started watching and
1: (laughs) –
2: Yeah, well, the, yeah, it, it really, yeah, it's good. You definitely, for all of you out there, you're definitely gonna have to check this out. The Dead Hour, basically, and I'm gonna give the short premise of this. We'll get more into it with the director and also, you know, when Melissa calls in, is it's kind of like I don't want to give the description yet until I have him on air. The description I told you outside, but mm-hmm. I will. I'll give the basic short synopsis. It's basically like The Twilight Zone. So you have all these different types of stories that happen that this DJ Raven, which is played by Melissa Holder, is the one who introduces each story. And she's in this, like, dark, you know, studio, you know, kind of a vampiric, you know, kind of uh, uh look to it. And she's a DJ at a radio station, and she's talking about these stories. And then it breaks into an actual, like, you know. You know, short story, kind of like the old Twilight Zone series. Yeah, and, and look, they're they're. I'm telling you, man, they got some really good stories. They're really interesting. They're they're totally different. They're it good. definitely
3: got me. Like the first one, like like I said, I was not prepared, and the first one kind of like, oh, this is what we're doing,
2: <laughs> all right. <laughs> oh, so this is what we're doing. Okay, um, <laughs> I get it. Yeah, we, well, I don't want to give anything away until we talk to him on air. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, but it's really good though. The, each episode is definitely horror. I'm putting that out there obviously with a name like the dead hour, you know, kind of self-explanatory, but yeah, it's, it's definitely horror and you would definitely have to tune in because they have these, these different stories and it's not. A series of stories. So it's not like continuation with same characters. It's different stories on each one, like the old Twilight Zone uh, stories. So it's really cool. I'm looking forward to it. And, uh, I believe right now we may have somebody calling in. So I take it this might be Daniel on air with us. Yes, sir. Hey, Daniel. How you doing, buddy?
4: Hey, guys. How are you?
2: Hey, pretty good. So this is Chance over here at Paraprobe. Uh, and also too, I'm not sure if they told you at the PR firm that we are a live radio show on air, so no bad language. <laughs> gotcha.
1: <laughs> I, I'm,
4: I'm, I'm trying to do better with, with that. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm going to start doing press. I need to, you know, clean my...
2: Clean my mouth up. Oh, trust me, I had to do the same thing, bro. When I started doing live radio again, I'm like, okay, I can't be saying this, can't be saying that. Yes. Jesse started working on getting like more than two syllable words, so he's working this way. Up.
3: Yeah, my four letter yeah, yeah. vocabulary is amazing. Everything else is downhill.
2: He can actually yeah. say canoe. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, man. Uh, so when we got this sent over to us, you know, we started checking it out. and I went back, I started watching all the episodes. Um, yeah. I got to know, okay, because we didn't get the full inside story. And, of course, we want to share this with the public, you know, have you tell. Sure. Did you sure. write all the individual stories that we're watching?
4: Yes, me me, and my co-creator, Scott Coleman, uh, we we wrote um, all the episodes,
2: yeah. Okay, with that well. being said, we have got to party together. So.
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, because you were just as screwed up as Jesse and I, so I love it. <laughs> That's
4: good. I'm good to find good company. So. Exactly. You yeah. know,
2: if you can't hang out with a psycho, who can you count as a friend? I mean, <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah.
4: I mean, I don't, I don't trust people that aren't, you know, a little bit crazy. I just don't trust
2: them. So. Yeah, exactly. You know, I've always been a firm believer that everybody's crazy. The ones that are locked up in institutions, they're just the ones that got caught. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. For sure. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> all right. So now moving on. So what? How? Like, how did this all come to be? Like, what? What got your juices going on creating something like this?
4: Well, uh, we had done a, like a low budget uh, horror film uh, before this, um, and we just it, it. I wasn't necessarily doing horror at the time. It was like my first kind of venture into it loved doing it and then you know we wanted to we decided we wanted to create a series rather than another film um and we just kind of sat around thinking up what we could do and we we came up with the dead hour we were you know we're big like you know twilight zone tales from the crypt type fans we wanted to tell like these different stories Mm -hmm. and we we uh created the dj raven character to be kind of the intro you know to each one um we just kind of pictured this you know middle of the night you know npr type radio dj who was kind of sick and twisted you know in her own way and um would just be like telling these stories you know kind of urban legends and things and that's that's kind of the genesis of of the show
2: See, this sounds like me and Jesse, but instead of being a cute, you know, woman who's doing this, it's just a couple of cute guys, and we're doing it in the middle of the day. So.
1: <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> I tell you what, though, man, all kidding aside, the the creative, you know, team between the two of you, man, between you and Scott on writing so many stories, because me and Jesse, we went back and we just started watching all the episodes and just binged it. And oh, nice. Like, right. even after the first one, the first one, I was like, okay, these guys are screwed up. I like this. <laughs> yeah we we we
4: we kind of this was kind of our i don't know, catchphrase or whatever we wanted to like say monsters are people and people are monsters you know and yeah. like so we kind of have a weird mix of we have our monsters in there but we also just kind of have some really you know kind of screwed up you know regular people you know mm-hmm. um doing things to other people and yeah we just kind of the episodes are kind of all over the place um but that's, that's really what's fun to us is being able to tell, you know, completely different stories each time.
3: So, Yeah, no, I – it was phenomenal, and it, like I said, it totally caught me off guard. Um, I do have a really weird question, and sure. I don't know if you can answer this. It's kind of about the cinematography because when I was watching it, I felt really uncomfortable, like, until, like, I adjusted to it. Was there a difference yeah. in the frame rate y'all used to do that, or was that just the the – the the scenery. I mean... I, I think it's just, you know,
4: um, I mean, we've played around with different things. Like, on season one, we kind of shot on a way different camera than we shot, you know, uh, the, the other episodes. Um, they're all being released now, but we kind of had them as, like, uh, filmed them in different times. So um, it was just kind of, uh, you know, trying to just portray the uncomfortableness of the story the best way we could through cinematography and lighting and, you know, the acting and and everything else. so
2: It worked. This was my description that I told people. I said, you know, the friends of mine, they're like, you know, how how was it? And I said, dude, it's actually really good. And I said, you know, it's, it's, I said to me, it was almost like Red Shoe Diaries (laughs) meets Twilight Zone. Oh, thank you. Yeah. I said, that's basically, I said what came to my mind on a description on how to describe this, because I can tell you right now with the episode uh, Cougar, Dude, you yeah. hit on my like fantasy from when I was like sixteen, but then like when I saw the end of the episode, I'm like, Nope.
1: <laughs>
4: I mean that's 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 how we would approach each episode. You know, we would take, you know, kind of that the you know, just the, the how we think of the cougar, you know, in, mm-hmm. in your teen fantasy mind. It's like, oh, what if you know, she's devouring you know these these teenagers you know in, in a different way, and it's just like you know, it's like oh, we love it, we love it, let's just write it. It's
2: like this it's is not up, what I, but we love it. It's like this is not right. what I read in Penthouse.
1: <laughs> exactly. Yep. Yep.
2: And also too the uh, also the second matter of fact, even the second episode, uh, which I believe was the alcoholic vampire. Yeah. That one. Out of all of them, is like one of my favorite episodes because it was it was one of those where and, and I hate to say this, man, so don't take it the wrong way, cheesy, nope. but the cheesy is what made it funny. It, it made it yeah. good. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's not bad to watch. Don't get me wrong. It was just different. Sure, yeah. yeah, and I liked it. It was like one of my favorite episodes out of the out of the. Well, of course, the Cougar one, but that's for different reasons. But <laughs> 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 we
4: we both kind of Cougar and Alcoholic Vampire. We did kind of make a little. Like you know, kind of a throwback cheesy in a way, you know, where it almost kind of feeling like eighties, you know, kind of nostalgic or whatever yeah, but that's yeah what I we
2: was just, thinking yeah we we just
4: like each episode we we play with different things, and yeah it it was, it was super fun.
2: And, I mean, seriously, like, I would love to be, like, sitting there for, like, the creative meeting on this stuff when you guys sit there and come up with the ideas (laughs) to write this down. It's one of those, like, trust me, Jesse and I doing radio. we got to do a different show every single week. If we don't have a guest coming on, we're talking about something paranormal, you know, paranormal topic. But we do it from a comedic spin. And we have to be able to, like, fly on the seat of our pants during a show because I ain't going to lie to you, most of our shows are definitely not planned. It's just turn on the mics and we go. Um, right. So for you guys, it's like—is your meetings like that when you come up with this stuff for the storylines? Is it just all of a sudden it's like just kind of you know things are being slapped against the wall? I mean, like how? Like take me through the process. Oh, yeah.
4: We have a whole notebook full of just you know, you know, we'll have so many different ideas. It could just be a um, a one line, you know, it could be a paragraph. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, one of the one of the episodes I know the whole. It literally started out as just, we had the hole. A man is digging a hole in his backyard. <laughs> yard, you know?
1: Yeah, yeah, I and, get it. I get it. And then
4: it's like, you know what I mean? We just like, we'll just throw anything. Like, okay, this guy is digging a hole in his backyard. Why? Is there a You know, and then you start expanding on it. And then it literally starts from something that stupid, you know, to like, okay, let's put a pin in this. Let's go back to it, you know? And so, man, if you guys could see the notebooks that we have full of all the Stuff that we have, uh,
2: I could only I could only imagine <laughs> I could only imagine somebody accidentally finding those notebooks reading through it and trying to put that together in their head
4: <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> we would be institutionalized. people would be knocking on our door for sure if, oh
2: absolutely that, that's an FBI raid waiting to happen <laughs>
1: yeah, sure is all
2: right so now like for your filming uh, when you're actually doing the filming, like where all are you guys shooting at? Is it all in like one area like like are you guys shooting in California are you in Canada like where all are you shooting at?
4: You won't believe it, but we're shooting in Omaha, Nebraska.
2: What? Really? Yeah, all
4: of it. Wow,
2: dude! Literally, yep. man, you talk about weird. Right before you came on, you know, the show, we were joking around. I made yeah. a, a joke about Omaha, and all of a sudden, now we find out you're actually shooting in Omaha. That's actually kind of cool. Yep,
4: yeah. it's true. Yep.
2: I just, so, it, 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 like, uh, let's be fair here. Like, stereotyping Omaha, people would think of, like, just open plain area, you know, mountain type you know, right. area, stuff like that. Like, hard yeah. to picture, like, what we're watching on this series. Like, I would have never known in a billion years that you guys are shooting in Omaha from all the stuff I was watching.
4: Yeah. It's it's pretty crazy, yeah. I mean, we people are, it's the same response. It's like, you're, you're shooting where? You know? It's like, Yeah. <laughs>
1: we
2: sure are <laughs> hey but you know what to be fair it's like when the the, the walking dead first came out and pe- they found out that they were doing most of their shooting in georgia people are like georgia like yeah. they never pictured yeah. georgia being a frontier land for movie making and tv shows right you know yeah now like where you're at there in nebraska where you guys are filming at is there actually a lot of film stuff that's going on in that area uh
4: you know somewhat you know i mean obviously not as much as you know what's going on on the coast or you know in in georgia or you know some of the other places but you know i mean it's probably incomparable to other places you know i mean it's not a lot i wouldn't say but you know i mean there's there's stuff that kind of goes on but um, nothing that's like huge you know
2: so like how big is like your film crews that you guys are filming with on doing these episodes
4: oh i mean we're we're pretty low budget and we're doing probably you know Ten to fifteen on the crew at on a probably on a good day. So I mean, it's it's literally you know pretty pretty tight knit group I would say. So
2: well, usually when you have a group like that, that's usually when the best filming happens, anyways, because you got the people that you all can read and know each other when you're doing the work together. I've done a lot of film work behind the scenes too with uh, a buddy of mine, John Rosnick. And I yeah. definitely know and understand that vibe, man, of that like guerrilla shooting, and you got that small tight group, and you guys are just on to the next thing, you know?
4: Yeah, yep.
2: Now, do you see this? Because uh, I mean, honestly, my personal opinion about this, because I know a lot of people obviously have not seen this yet. That right. do you see this going much much bigger? Like moving on to like the the mainstream networks and stuff like that? Like I do, I can see this like somebody giving you a budget and turning this into something big.
4: I mean, that's been our hope for a long time, obviously. You know, I mean, we, we try to stay, you know, not too far in the clouds, but, you know, I think getting, uh, this release that we're being given it gives us an opportunity, uh, you know, uh, reach a bigger audience. And I and it has potential, I think. Oh, know, absolutely. To, to take the next step, you know.
2: Oh, so. absolutely. I could definitely see this being, you have, best way that I can think of how to describe this, because of the concept that you guys came up with and what you've been shooting and what I've watched so far, that in the back of my mind, I'm thinking, man, you guys if you If you gave these guys a a real budget to work with and everything yeah. man, this thing would go far. I could see this becoming a mainstream series. I really can't I, mean, I appreciate not, it I, trust me, sure. I'm one of those guys if I thought it sucked, <laughs> I would tell you it sucked <laughs> you know <laughs> I like it yeah, but honestly I, like I really it, like honestly, it. I think so. it's good. I think you guys got a good concept there
4: thank you appreciate it.
3: Where do y'all get your um your actors and actresses from? Like, or do you, is it, like, friends of family, or is it, like, do you have an audition thing? Yeah, we, we have
4: auditions. It's all local talent, but, the, you know, everyone's, you know, a local actor, so it's really, you know, given a lot of people in Omaha an opportunity, you know, to kind of showcase, you know, their talents, and, you know, we, we've we had people say, I can't believe some of the actors, you know, aren't, um, you know, big names, you know, like, those are local, I'm like, yep, so,
3: yeah, they're pretty daggum phenomenal. I mean, the – every one of them that I saw was on point, and you felt like, you know, they were actually
2: – Really know, experiencing names. it. Yeah, they, yeah, yeah. they,
3: they were big-name actors out there. They they were very professional, and they were on point with it.
4: Sure, sure. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it's you know, in a sense, each – most, you know, each – like, every cast is different. And so it's, it was great to get to work with a, you know, a lot of people and, you know, some are pretty new and so it was, it felt good to give them an opportunity, you know, with the script to, to do something that we think is pretty cool. So,
2: Oh, absolutely. It's a good way to cut their teeth, you know, and really uh, get in there and and get the the practice in and hone their skill, you know, like Melissa Holder. Now, how did you guys nab her to become like the host of this?
4: She's, she's local too. Um, I knew her from a film way back, uh, college year. And, um, she was in a film of mine. She came to an open audition. Um, you know, this is 10 years later. Mm-hmm. And we were just having open audition. We weren't necessarily casting DJ Raven. And immediately <laughs> we were like, I think we have this here, you know. <laughs> um, and so, You know, we, we met met with Melissa and, you know, talked about the character, went over the scripts, kind of created, you know, the character together with her. Um, and, you know, the openings, we kind of write them in this unique style and she just kind of took it and ran with it, you know, um, and kind of created this really unique character on lots of different levels. Mm -hmm. Um, and, you know, um, I'll let her talk more about about that but um yeah it, it was like the, the first time we were filming them we were like oh we made the right decision
1: so
2: <laughs> perfect yeah i mean honestly like seeing her on there it's like yep yep i can see this yeah <laughs> yep, yep. yep. um so do you guys have any other projects going on right now besides doing the dead hour
4: not at the moment um like i said we're <laughs> we were kind of just in this holding pattern mm-hmm. um And now, you know, with the release date coming out on the 12th, you know, I'm sure, you know, we're going to, you know, um, be moving forward, you know, either with more episodes or just, you know, see what happens and what doors that opens for us. So we're kind of just in a holding pattern at the moment.
2: I personally would have to say that I think it's going to open more doors for you guys, to be honest. I mean, and that's just my opinion. I'm only one guy, you know, but, well, I'm smart, so I think it's going to (laughs) be fun. Not a two own, well, not two horn or anything, but yeah, know, I'm yeah. holding
1: you to it now, I'm holding you to it <laughs>
2: that's perfectly fine because then, when it does go big, I'm gonna sit there and laugh and go, ha ha, I told you so, so <laughs> I love also, it, love it yeah I, i'm not I'm not below humbling myself on telling somebody I told you so, so <laughs> <laughs> Good. I like it. <laughs> All right, man. We're well, getting along here.
4: We're
1: getting
2: along. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, uh, yeah. Jesse and I, we've, we've done a lot of, like, emceeing stuff and everything else, too, like with events and everything. We've, we've worked all different facets of media. I, I've, I've been on television. I've been in a couple of movies. You know, Jesse, he's done media stuff. And we're at that level now of doing our own show that we just don't care. We have fun with what we do. Yeah, absolutely. And I can tell by what you guys are doing, obviously, you guys are having fun with what you're doing. Yes, we are. (laughs) Yeah, because it it really is. It's one of those, I mean, I can only fathom having a series like that of a television show that really you guys get to expand your creativity no matter how big you want to go, you know? Yeah. And that's yep. what I like Absolutely. about it. I, yeah, I definitely could see this becoming a, a hit series. And then when it does, I can sit there once again, shoot you an email or something, <laughs> and go, I told you so. So, Yep, there you go. Please do. <laughs> <laughs> all right, man. Well, listen, we're getting ready to wrap us up this interview with you here in just a minute. So I want you to put out all of your social media. Definitely put out where everybody can go check out the Dead Hour.
4: Okay, got it. Um, I think we're on... Yeah, Tubi, Kings of Horror, uh, Amazon, there's a whole bunch. I'm really bad at self-promotion, but yeah. It's, it, it's gonna be out there on May 12th, so.
2: Okay, I'm gonna have to work with you on that part. I'll, um... <laughs> but, uh, well, the good thing is, too, man, Tubi's really grown, too, man. Everybody I know of, including yeah. myself, man, everybody's got Tubi, mm-hmm. so, yeah, and Amazon, yep. obviously, so everybody will be able to go see yep. this. But, uh, we'll make sure we promote it out there, too, man. You know, we uh, we'll make sure we put it out there on our social media and all that, and then when it, the day that it does come out, which, what day is the uh, 12th on? Do you know off, top your head. Uh, it's a Friday it's a Friday okay so our show's on a Saturday so what we'll probably do on that 13th on Saturday is we'll probably have uh we'll probably maybe talk to a couple of people and see what they thought about the show
4: awesome that'd be great thanks guys so much
2: hey no problem alright man well thank you so much for joining us on the show we look forward to talking to you again in the near future and maybe next time we'll have a much bigger and longer show and we can actually have you on awesome. for like an hour or so
4: that'd be awesome thanks guys appreciate it so much
2: hey no problem man have a good one <laughs>
4: alright thanks
2: all right, bye. Dude, I am looking forward to seeing this show take off just so I can literally say I told you so. <laughs> it, well, knowing that. Jesus, dude. But knowing that, but I also wish uh, just good luck for him anyways, man. Seems like a really cool guy. Um, and for anybody listening to the show right now, like you said, uh, like he was saying, it'll be coming out on the 12th of May and it's going to be coming out to, to Tubi, Amazon and all these other areas. And it's called the dead hour. So you guys can look that up. Make sure you stay on top of it. Check it out. Especially all you horror fans, uh, telling you, man, me and Jesse and I, we sit there and we roam through and we watched all these episodes and they're really good. They really are. It really is kind of like, like I was saying to him, you know, when we had Daniel on, it really is one of the situations where it's kind of like Red Shoe Diaries meets like Twilight Zone. It's it's kind of like that. I take it we have our guest on here.
0: Yes, I'm here.
2: Hi, how you doing?
0: I'm good. How are you guys?
2: Um, we're sitting here at a radio station right now talking about you, but then you interrupted our show by calling in. Now I can't oh, say shoot. now I can't say all this stuff about you because we got you live on air. So man, just totally, Hopefully it
0: was hopefully it was good, things. It was all good.
2: It was all good. <laughs> okay. Good,
0: good, good. That's uh,
2: good. All right. So, for our listening audience out there, this is Melissa Holder, she is the star. She plays DJ Reven on The Dead Hour. And also, I had to do this with Daniel. Just a reminder: we are live radio. There are people listening to us all over. Watch the language. So perfect. Okay. Just had to make sure I threw that out there. <laughs> I'll be good. Yeah, because all fair, me and Jesse do not. So
0: <laughs> I will try my hardest. All right.
2: Well, first off, I want to say, awesome job. I want to say that first and foremost. Uh, me and Jesse both, we sat through and we binge watched the, you know, the, the all 12 episodes of the series. And I know that yours is not so like, you know, a part of the story per se, but you're like the host of each, every episode. You're kind of like the, you know, the Rod Serling of Twilight Zone, you know, yeah. being this DJ Raven. So I was talking to Daniel and he said that. He had known you prior to this, obviously, and but can, you can go into the story of how you got this part, how you got this role.
0: Yeah, yeah, I did. Yeah, Dan and I have known each other for a long time. I did a film for him. Gosh, I think I was like 16 at the time. Um, that's when we first met. But then, yeah, several, several years later, probably a good 10 years later, um, I went to an open call for the show and um, I had just kind of got back into acting. I um, I graduated from college with a degree in theater and so I was very, did a lot of theater in college and I was kind of wanting, uh, wanting a break from that and so I was trying to get into more film type of work and so I saw that they were doing an open call so I just went in Zero expectations. I was hoping just to maybe get a small part here and there. And then um, it went well, obviously well enough. And uh, Dan gave me a call and he said, hey, we really want you to play DJ Raven. So I was like, oh, my goodness, heck yeah. So that's how it started. And, um, yeah, we film in Omaha, Nebraska, and we have a very large talent pool of actors here you you would be surprised there is a lot of talent here and so and i remember the audition there was a lot of people there so to be to be selected to play her was a big honor um she's my girl i love dj raven oh come
2: on you walked in there and you're like i got this
0: You rest walk you can leave
2: just go back to the parking lot i got this
0: you know what honestly I didn't I was really blown away when they were like seriously yeah, I to play you DJ did Raven. It? I was
2: I was real oh it my really God. was I watching you play the character DJ Raven you know because it, it's very like like I was saying like a Rod Serling but gothic really mm-hmm. I, I hate to say this and don't tell it the wrong way but very very hot um <laughs> It, thank you. Yeah, it's one of those situations where watching you playing this character and everything, it's like, man, you you just nailed it. You know what I mean? Like,
0: Oh, thank you.
2: Yeah, especially for this type of series, you know, because I was telling Dan when yeah. we talked to him just a little while ago, I told him, I said that, the, that when I first started watching this, I was like, this is so out of the ordinary horror that I freaking love it. So, like, I told him, I said, I can really see this becoming a actual really big series. Somebody needs to drop you guys some cash. That's what they need to do.
0: Hey, we will back that up. <laughs> <laughs> I already told
2: him. I already told him not to toot my own horn, but I'm smart. So when this gets picked up and it goes big, I can shoot an email to him and say, "Ha ha, told you so." And I love told doing that to so. people too. So I
0: love that. I love that.
2: Now, my question is, do you see your DJ Raven becoming, like, not only, you know, like I said, your character is, like, the host of each individual episode. Um, Are you going to be, like, maybe dropping in and playing, like, a cameo character in some of the episodes?
0: You know, there, you know, in the episode Fright Fest, we kind of mixed it up a little bit where Mm -hmm. um, I don't introduce that episode. I'm actually in the episode um, at the movie theater. At the movie theater.
2: I didn't even think about mm -hmm. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, so that was kind of, I, that's actually one of my favorite episodes, um, I just love how it was shot, um, and we used so many different actors, and it was just such a neat experience to film in that theater, um, it's one of, it's an old, old theater here in Omaha, that actually just shut down this past year, but it's been around a really long time, and it, it was just really fun to shoot in that theater. So um, I hope so that I think that would be fun to kind of have her make a little cameo appearances here and there. Yeah, because uh, one be episode. Immersed.
2: Yeah, one episode is not enough. Sorry. I mean yeah. you need to be well, your I, character well, needs to you. drop in as a cameo every so often. You know?
0: I will make that note to Dan. Tell and, him I said to do it. Hint, he knows I'm smart. Nutty. It'll be a good call. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I I totally agree with that. <laughs>
2: All right. Now besides uh doing this, are you working on any other projects besides a dead hour?
0: So not film wise. Um it's funny because I went after college, I was like, okay, I want to kinda get away from theater and I did film for you know a while and did, you know, some commercials and um other independent type film. But now I'm back into doing theater. Um I actually just got done performing in a play. Um and that was just such a good time like, I feel like theater is like my home. I feel the most, like, it just fills my heart when I'm, when I'm performing on a stage. It's, it's just, I love it. I love film. I think it's, it's but there's something just really special about performing in front of a live audience that is just so much fun. So I just got done with that. Um, and then, you know, just now this, de- the dead hour promotions and, you know, kind of doing, promoting this again. And it's, So that's really exciting. Um, It's been a minute since we've done this kind of stuff, so it's it's been fun to revisit and, and do this. So I'm excited to see what happens.
2: Well, you're doing a good job so far. Jesse, you look like you have a question.
3: I have several. (laughs) (laughs) No, um, (laughs) all right. (laughs) No, I your voice for you know the kind of almost radio host esque type thing. Have you ever Mm -hmm. thought about doing radio before? Because I mean, you do have the voice for it.
2: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Thanks. Um, You know, no, I, I, I never really thought about doing radio before. But it's funny, I've been told I have like a good. like a phone, a good phone voice. And so, <laughs> that sounded I'm not really sure if bad. that's
2: what they meant. <laughs> that, that sounded really
0: bad. <laughs>
2: that's okay. We're I used did. to that, so.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but like Oh gosh That's hilarious Um, Just like in job interviews That I've had I've mm-hmm. actually been complimented They were like You have a really good You know You, you sound very pleasant I guess I don't know But No you um, have a
2: very clear And distinct voice When you're talking It's like when I talk to people And people go Well what do you do for a living And I go radio They're like yeah, you definitely got the voice for you. Yeah.
1: You got I the totally voice for it.
2: Yeah, you do too. It's not as deep as mine, but we'll we'll get yeah. there. So <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well I appreciate that. No, I, I I actually find I that is a compliment. So I think that would be fun. I think doing radio would be amazing. Um and yeah, that's I, I kinda liked that whole part of doing DJ Raven is enticing her audience to draw them into the story that she's about to tell them. And so Um, I had a lot of fun playing around with that. So
2: I was going to ask you, like, would did you give like or did they give you straight lines, or did you get to ad lib anything with the with your character? Like, what all happened with that part?
0: You know, I think I had a script. I had definitely had a script for um, every episode, Mm -hmm. but um, yeah, they're very open to you know different things that would they would never tell me like, oh, we want you to say it this way, you know, to a T. They just let me kind of roll with it. Um, I can't even, you know, honestly, I can't remember off the top of my head if there was any type of living going on. Well, either um, way, if
2: they haven't given you any direction and that's how you're doing it on your own, you're doing a fantastic job. Coming from radio, you you would be a great DJ, for real.
0: Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, I, I think that would be a fun job. I think that job would be fantastic. I, you know, I love listening to the radio and I think... I think that would be a really fun job, considering my 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 real job is as international insurance. It's sounds way more fun than what I do. Oh
2: my god!
0: (laughs) Yeah. So you do what
2: what type of insurance? Like life insurance, medical insurance? No,
0: it's well, it's more commercial insurance. So, um, yeah, for like for for businesses. Um, and yeah, I work on the international side too. So. We handle all of their in-state in the, the United States business, but then we also handle any entities that they have overseas, so I get to work with people all over the world. So. Well, in a
2: way, that's actually kind of cool. I mean, boring for me and Jesse, <laughs> but that'd be cool. Yeah. Jesse <laughs> yeah, and I I'm, I, I'm sorry, Jesse and I, it's like wrangling two drunken toddlers, so it's, yeah, <laughs>
3: this is very true.
2: Yeah, all of our shows are completely unscripted. We know what we're talking about, but we don't know how we're going to talk about it. We just do it.
3: We have no idea what's going to come out of our mouth until we say it.
2: And that's really hard to do on live radio because we used to do like uncensored (laughs) podcast shows, and I would – (laughs) yeah. I was like Ryan Reynolds for lack of a better description, so Yeah um that's awesome but listening to you and seeing your character on this show i could really like i said all all kidding aside no joke no joke about this at all not trying to even be sarcastic in any way you would really be a great dj i really could see that i could see you like hosting a show have
0: you ever like i would love that
2: well why don't you like start a podcast show in the meantime
0: i should you know i need to find some more free time outside of my Getting my kids to all their activities and running around, okay, I will do that.
2: Okay, I definitely agree. You got to handle the kid thing because if not, you go to jail. Just quit the international <laughs> job. That way, you can wrangle your kids, do what you got to do with that, and then you got time to do the podcast show.
0: I, you know, I love that idea. I just need somebody to pay me for to do it.
2: I know, so, right? It does come down to the only, paycheck in the long run,
0: right? Exactly. <laughs> but, yeah, if only money wasn't an issue, that would be fantastic. So here you
2: are acting on this show, doing yeah. the international thing, and taking care of children. Do you, do you have, like, a cape at home? Do you fight crime at night, too? I mean, is there anything on your list you don't do?
0: There are some days where it's like, whew, I don't know how I'm going to do it all. But, heck, you, you figure, you know, women, you just figure out a way to get her done. <laughs> hey, you're a mom. You
2: can make it happen. Yes. yes. Moms do have... I am a full believer in, yes, moms have superpowers. They
0: really do. (laughs) Yeah, maybe, yeah. They don't think, my kids don't think, like, they don't even think this dead hour stuff is even, like, cool. They're just like, whatever, mom. Like, they don't. What is it "Eh." with kids
2: that don't care about what their parents do? My daughters, the same thing. They're like, yeah, my dad's on radio, whatever.
0: Yeah, They're like, when I told them that I'm like, oh, I have an interview today, they're like, why? Why do they want to talk to you?
2: (laughs) Okay, wow. <laughs> now, now to make you feel better, my daughter would be like, why would people call in to talk to you, Dad?
0: Right. So there you go. Right. They, yeah,
2: I, I know how you feel. I, I know yep. how you
0: feel. Yep. Yeah, they're funny, so.
2: We're cool to the public. To our kids, we suck. We're just <laughs> a walking ATM. That's all we are.
0: Very much, yes. I'm like, <laughs> one day you'll think I'm cool, children. I tell you now. <laughs> exactly.
2: By God, it will happen.
0: It will happen. <laughs> no more wire hangers!
2: No, Um <laughs> oh, That's a totally
0: different story. <laughs> oh,
2: well, now my question is, uh, all kidding aside here, let's say that, uh, the dead hour really took off, you guys wound up really, mm-hmm. really good, you know, uh, budget, you know, for, for doing it. Obviously you would quit doing the international thing at that point, right?
0: Hey, if the money was there, uh, yeah, I would definitely do that.
2: <laughs> All right, because we got a surprise for you. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, that would be amazing. Yeah.
3: Uh, <laughs> when we win the lottery. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. we would, yeah,
2: yeah, Actually, you know what? We'd fly you down here and just make you a third host with us on the show. Perfect. Love yeah. it. And that would be awesome. I think the three of us would be be killing radio. I really do. We, we would, would, we would yeah. have to
1: go uncensored.
2: Yeah, we would have yeah. to go uncensored. Yeah, uh, yeah.
0: probably, yeah, yeah, probably it,
2: would. It, it would be a good idea. All right, um, so besides the Dead Hour, like I said earlier, you know, asked if you were doing any of the projects. You really can't because you got so much going on right now. But is there another season already thought up and in, in line for a, another season for the Dead Hour?
0: I think that's probably the ultimate goal. Um, I, my goodness, I'm sure Dan and Scott probably have books upon books of, you know, different episodes they could probably – make episodes from Um, I think we're kind of just we're this is all like happening really fast too with the announcement of it's being you know released and so everything's kind of a cliche whirlwind you know as people Mm. say but so I think it's it's just kind of like we'll see how it's received and we'll kind of just go from there but I would that would be a lot of fun to do another um, some more episodes I've always had such a great time Doing oh. you know working with Dan is like mm-hmm. working with one of the best. Like I've he's just he's just the best. And Scott and we've had so many amazing crew members and all the actors on the show. It's it, we're really like a family. We call it the Dead Hour family, and it's just like and it's so not trying to be cheesy by any you know <laughs> sense of the word. But
2: no, I totally get what you talk about. Like with me and yeah. Jesse, we're me and Jesse. We tell everybody that we're brothers. You know, Jesse, mm-hmm. I tell everybody he's my little brother. Um, figuratively, and you know, because he is a lot shorter than I am, but Shut yeah. up. <laughs> <laughs> um, but also, too, I mean, like, I I totally get it. You do have this very tight circle. I'm sure you guys yeah. have that tight circle that you know, that you have your group, and everybody else is not a part of that group, they stay out of it. It's
0: like the mean, girls. right? Yes, yeah. just like the mean girls, but but we're nice, <laughs> <The> <laughs> we're, nice we're very welcoming. We're the nice, yes. Oh man, it's Jesse, you're not. <laughs> Oh, okay. Well, with each episode being different, you know, you have a different cast and you have different, you know, you know people working on each episode. But, mm-hmm. you know, when we come to, like, we've had, like, launch parties and, you know, viewing parties and, like, people who haven't even worked together because they weren't necessarily in the same episode. But they still, like, oh, like, you're part of the family. So um, That's cool. So that's really neat. And that's something yeah. that, you know, has always been kind of a constant. So I, I would love to revisit and do more. That would be that would be a lot of fun. And then maybe my kids would think I'm cool, maybe. Well, I
2: know, right? It, trust me, it'll probably never happen because we'll I mean, never probably happen. Will never either. happen. Yeah. Um <laughs> my other question is too, like now when you were like filming for your part, you know, for DJ Raven, mm-hmm. did they already have like a bunch of episodes shot and you came in and did the intro for each one? Or no. was it for every single episode?
0: So actually when we first started I was day one. DJ Raven filming night was day one and we filmed all of the episodes that had been written, we filmed all of her intros in one night. And Really? Yes. We did like an all nighter and um so at the time I would say because when we filmed it we I think we did like the first five episodes in one night. And then, you know, the other episodes happened over the course of like the next year.
1: Mm-hmm. But
0: every time I would film, we would knock out all the DJ Raven stuff in one night. And then we would sometimes and heck, I think mean, honestly, I think there may have been one reshoot um that we had to do just to, you know, fix a couple of things, but other than that, we would usually just get them all done in one night and they were and they were good to go. And so we would just film as much as we possibly could and it would just take literally all night long. And, um, we would knock them out and then they would go back and film some of the other episodes. And we actually filmed more intros than there were episodes because there would be some where they decided maybe not to film that at the time. But, um, so there's there there's intros out there probably floating around that don't have actual, um, episodes attached to them yet. But, so yeah, so that's how we did it. And it was just, Really fun, really intimate because it wasn't, you know, there wasn't a bunch of cast. It was just myself and the crew. And, uh, yeah, we would get it all done in one night. <laughs>
3: wow. that that's, that's insane. That is impressive, yeah. So with yeah. that with that being said, you've filmed more intros than there are episodes. Have you taken a peek into that little scary notebook of theirs with all the crazy stories in it?
0: I haven't. It's it's probably locked away in a key somewhere <laughs> that's like the holy grail. I have not seen them. And that's the thing too. I never got so this is like this is kind of interesting. I never got full scripts. I only got the DJ Raven intros. So I did not necessarily know what was gonna happen in really? every episode. Whoa. Right. Yeah. So um so so when I would watch the episodes it was a surprise to me a lot of times <laughs> so I was like, Oh, I didn't know that was gonna happen. So um so yeah, they just gave me so I had a lot of like I had to be very creative about how I was going to introduce this because I didn't know how it was going to end. So so yeah. So it was really interesting. No, different I, different kind of way to work. Yeah. That no, that's
2: like a M night Shyamalan kind of shooting. Yeah, <laughs> it <laughs> kind of is. Yeah. For sure. Wow. That, that's definitely one of those moments like, you know, like I was saying for Jesse and I that we have literally, and I'm, I'm not kidding. We have literally like, uh, we had a guest like that was going to come on this show one time and we were coming in the studio literally five minutes before we go on air. They texted, they were really sick and lost their voice, couldn't even call in. So mm-hmm. we literally just went on the computer on the internet, pulled up a couple of good stories and topics to talk about and just winged it the entire show. That's how we do. Okay. So yeah. for you to have to basically, I'm trying to think how to put this. To, to put the... oh God, I'm trying to think how to put this. The inflection. There we go. That's the word. The inflection behind your character for each individual story, but you don't know what the story is. That's actually pretty mm-hmm. cool. I like that. That's impressive.
0: Yeah. I had a good time, like a, an outline of what was going to happen, but mm-hmm. I did not have a physical script, so I never got... I never read, which it was... I. It was kind of neat because then I got to see the final episode, like, with a fresh set of eyes, too, and I didn't have any, like, preconceived notion on on what was going to happen. So it was, yeah, it was kind of a cool, cool experience.
3: Did they let you get any input on the episode after you watched it, or was this like post-production and already done and over with, and you ain't got no choice?
0: Yep. (laughs) Yep. Uh huh. I mean, she may be Uh, DJ Raven, but I don't think she has a say on uh, the vision. But um, that, by far. Oh I put my all my trust. I mean, those those guys know what they're doing, and um, I loved each and every one. So, yeah, I think they did an amazing job.
2: Okay, I have got to put this out there right now. And I want this, Mark, because this will be out there publicly once it goes to, like, once we, we record the show live while we do it, right, on air. And mm-hmm. then after we get off air, everything gets uploaded, and we're, our show is on, like, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Spotify. We're on every podcast platform you can think of. We're on everything. And so I'm gonna put this out there now. In my years of doing radio, and I've been doing this for a long time, that by far was one of the best responses and answers to a question in radio that I've heard in a long time. It was I love so it. the simplified. Nope. <laughs> yeah. nope. Oh my god, man! I was cracking up on that one. That was good. Uh. All right, well, I tell you what. We're getting ready to wrap this up here in a second. Uh well, actually I do have one last quick question. Sure. Are you guys going to be doing like a uh like a review party, like you know, are you guys going to get together when it first launches actually out there on the live on the streams on like Tubi and all that? Are you guys having like a watch party or anything?
0: That's funny that you say that. Um Dan and I did a interview earlier today and it was on Zoom, so we Dan and I actually live in the same neighborhood, which is even funnier. <laughs> <laughs> we live just a few blocks away from each other, and so I came over to do this interview. And I was saying that to him, like, "Hey, um, my, you know, some of my girlfriends and I were talking last night. They're like, we should have a watch party, and Dan and I were discussing that too. I think we're gonna kind of just." wait until we get a little closer and I'm sure there's gonna be something, but we'll we'll probably get together and we, we should since we live so close together. I mean there's no excuse. But, exactly. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's I have stumbling. a huge big big screen in my basement. I have like a big movie theater screen and so it'd be it'd be kinda cool to watch it on a big screen like that. So right. well, yeah, gotta, we'll we'll do something.
2: You gotta tell Dan then that he that him and Scott are gonna have to write an episode about these two radio guys who do a show that get killed by DJ Raving. So that we can come oh. up and you get to kill us.
0: I love it. <laughs> all
2: I have right. Ment-
0: mental note, I'm going to tell him. <laughs>
2: <laughs> all right. Well, before we let you go, make sure you please, you have carte blanche for like the next 30 seconds, throw out there to the public, your social medias and all that good stuff.
0: Yeah. I, um, I'm on Instagram. I'm on Facebook. Facebook, you can just find me at Melissa Holder. Instagram is Melissa Holder 7237. And I'm on Twitter, but I'm not, like, on Twitter because I don't really know how to do – I'm not very Tweety. I'm not a very good Twitterer. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, the interview is
2: getting better and better. We definitely need, like, another hour with you.
0: (laughs) I'm not the best Twitterer. But, um, but, yes, I'm on Instagram and Facebook, and you can um, find me there.
2: All right, perfect. Well, Melissa, thank you so much for coming on, and we do appreciate you taking your time out of your very busy schedule, obviously, (laughs) to do our show.
0: Thank you for having us.
2: Well, you are very welcome, and we look forward to talking to you guys again in the near future when you guys get picked up by a major network. You're making you know major money, and once again, I can tell Dan I told you so.
0: I love it. I'm here for it. Let's do it.
2: All right, perfect. (laughs) All right, everybody, so thank you so much. That was Melissa Holder, the star of – well, for – she is a star. I don't care if they have different episodes on, like, every show. She is the star. She is the host. Uh She plays DJ Rev- uh, Raven. God, I'm getting tongue-tied now. I can tell it's been a long day for me, man.
3: DJ Revan would be uh, Star Revan. Wars. <laughs> She'd yeah. be Star Wars.
2: Yeah, that'd be a totally different show. Uh DJ Raven on The Dead Hour. And uh, like they said, it'll be coming out on May 12th. They're going to be on Tubi, Amazon, everything, you know, everywhere else. Make sure you check it out. It's definitely really good. I like it.
3: Yes, and it is definitely... It's worth watching. Mm. It's <laughs> – I just thought of it. It is like the old um, – the uh, the one with um Bruce Campbell, the uh, zombie thing, like back in the day.
2: Talking about the Evil Dead?
3: Yeah. Evil Dead meets Twilight Zone meets Black
2: Mirror. That would be a good – yeah, that would be a pretty good representation. I, I mean <laughs> it,
3: it's it's definitely brutal, and it's amazing. Yeah. And it's very uncomfortable. Like I said, I, they, they The I, last
2: episode is almost like Westworld kind of mixed into.
3: It, it, it's sketchy. In dude. a sense. It's so you know sketchy. I mean? yeah. <laughs> like, I was just I don't want to
2: give anything away until everybody gets to watch the episode. So no. I'm trying not to give away, like, I'm trying not to do any spoilers with it, but yeah.
3: Actually, did, are they still doing Westworld or?
2: No, they got canceled like last year or year before last. Okay. I don't yeah.
3: think I'm caught up on, I'm not caught up on anything.
2: Me neither, man. I've been trying to catch up on Picard and I keep, Okay, I'm not going to lie. I try to watch it at night when I finally get home from work and all that uh, stuff. Exactly. I want to fall asleep halfway through. And yeah. I'm not saying the show's boring. It's just. I'm tired, man. I'm tired. Yeah, I'm more out. <laughs> I'm so tired. <laughs> Have you <What> ever the... <laughs>
1: Blazing,
3: Blazing
2: Saddles? No, not Blazing. Yeah, Blazing Saddles. Really? Yeah, you don't remember. Uh, God, what was her name? Uh, I haven't seen it in so long. Oh, is it Kathleen Hahn? What the? Oh, Goldie Hawn? No, not Goldie Hawn. <laughs> I can't. Th- I cannot think of her name. All of a Martha sudden, Stewart. I'm brain farting on it.
3: Uh, Barbara Streisand. Uh, she, know. she talked with it, She talked
2: with this app, This like weird accent, and like she was singing this song up on stage, and she was going, "I'm so tired."
3: <laughs> it almost sounds like um Andre the Giant.
2: I'm so tired. <laughs> I don't know. That's that's anyone remotely close to Andre the
3: Giant? <laughs> oh,
2: no, no. Oh man. It was, that, I don't even know that, what to say after that. I don't either, man. That, that was like Sylvester Stallone just had a stroke. <laughs>
3: oh my god, with like uh, um Bell's palsy or something going yeah. on.
2: Uh, Though tired, you know what I'm saying. <laughs>
3: yeah.
2: Yeah. It's been a long day.
3: Yes, sir. we got to get ready
2: to wrap this show up.
3: Okay. Um.
2: How long is that that outro song you picked for this show? Two and a half minutes. You got two and a half minutes. You need to talk. Or oh, I need to talk. Somebody's oh, got to okay, talk. Okay, we'll keep going for a couple more minutes. Anyways, we do have some really cool stuff coming up in the near future. We have a lot more guests getting booked on our show. Uh, we have John Zaffis who's gonna be coming on The Godfather of Paranormal. We have quite a few other guests and celebrity interviews and directors, producers, actors, actresses. Yep. John um,
3: Rosnick, you need to call a chance like yesterday?
2: Yes, John Rosnick. Please call me because we, uh, got some, uh, some stuff to, stuff to talk about. Yeah, Man, I'm done. I can't talk anymore. Okay. I don't know why, man. My brain has taken a walk this afternoon. It really has. Okay, not a long walk, like James a short Hancock walk. James
3: Hancock had a stroke live on air, everybody. Here you go. There we go. Yeah. It happens. I, so, little known fact, I've uh-huh. seen a couple people have strokes. They didn't know. I didn't know. Nobody else knew. Really? <laughs> the other day, I was, I was. It's, it, it it's kind of scary, but it's, it's unbelievable almost,
2: cause. Dude, the other day I was doing something, and I started smelling burnt popcorn, and I'm like, crap. And then I realized that it was this, like, smokehouse that was, like, right down the road, and some of the stuff that were burning smelled like burnt popcorn. So I was like,
3: Yeah. Well, it's definitely alarming that that could potentially happen. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm a downer. I'm in pretty good
2: shape, too. And I'm good
3: looking. So my (laughs) wife's been a little under the weather, Uh and I legit thought she was having a heart attack. Oh, I remember you telling because me about this. Yeah. She was, she was describing the symptoms she was having. I was like, that, those are all symptoms of a heart attack. We need to go to the hospital. I'm fine, Jesse. I'm fine. She's trying to talk me down because I am literally freaking out because I'm like, all right, you know, my wife's having a heart. I'm not that old, Jesse. I'm not that old. <laughs> I was like, right. And then I, I realized uh, the boundary I was starting to cross and I'm like, I'm an idiot. <laughs> but because of your
2: age. Whoa. <laughs>
3: yeah. Uh, Dude, a,
2: Becky is going to stab you in your sleep, bro. Yeah,
3: I'm a bad husband. I'm terrible. And
2: she's not that old either, man. Both of you are a lot younger than me. Not, not. You're not that old. No, oh, I know. I'm not that Stop acting like old, you're like 85. Saying, but, but I'm saying in comparison, though. You look like you're 85, but you're not. Don't hit me. (laughs) Okay. There'll be no witnesses here in about two minutes when we go off air. (laughs) Yeah. We actually have control of the whole radio station today. There's nobody here but us.
3: Pirate Radio, ladies and gentlemen.
2: That's right. I'd say we'd just stay on and do another hour just for fun. Can you do another hour, Mr. Uh, Stroke? honestly i don't think we'd be allowed to anyways there's another show that comes on after us yeah, no. I think they'd be pretty upset if we just kept going <laughs> but my show you took my show
3: man be like nobody's listening to yours anyway so
2: <laughs> oh that's i cocky i'm just kidding yep all right so.
3: all right folks we're gonna close this out stay tuned next week because we're gonna do stuff
2: yes yeah, so and make sure you go back and check us out on all of your social media platforms make sure you also go back podcast. and listen to all of our shows on all the podcast platforms and you can find us everywhere on iHeartRadio, Radio, Pandora, Spotify, Amazon Music, iTunes, you know, World Star Hip Hop, uh OnlyFans. OnlyFans coming to IMAX Theater. Patreon. No. That's right. Patreon too. Not yet. Um, not not yet. yet. No, no. Not until we start doing the video version where we are doing an OnlyFans version. Then we'll be Patreon. Right? Yeah. Okay. anyways, We're out.
1: Yeah. Bye.